1: Good morning, lovely people. You're tuned into Soho Radio. My name's Gracie Convert, and I'll be getting you through the next couple of hours with some of the best R&B, hip-hop, soul, reggaeton, and more. I'll also be chatting to an incredible artist called Ezra Bruno, who's going to be playing a couple of his tracks live for us and teasing us with his upcoming single, so stay tuned for for that. This first track is called Cut Ties. Transcend space and become moments in time. Blind ambition set back. We we'll watch for hours, on the love at first sight would be something that he would find. Hold up, too sweet for words and truly wonderful kind. Kind soul convos about how the stars could align so perfect. And at a time so worth to hold up on the line, lying down in the bed ain't easy, but on the surface, I'm fine. That was Deontay Hitchcock with How The Fuck. And now we are here with Ezra Bruno, R&B What's and up? soul artist. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for coming in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to have you in today because I've wanted to get you in for a really long time now. Um, let's start with how did you get into music? How long have you been at it? How long have you been in the scene? What's been going on?
0: Oof. Yeah, probably, uh, been, I've been making music since I was about... 17 it came quite late for me um my dad always tried to like push me into music so i didn't really really want to do it. it had to sort of happen organically for me um I, like, I went to college when i was 17 and um i started making grime music because everyone around my area <laughs> made grime music wow okay yeah so um so that quite was, like, different to
1: so what you're at now
0: yeah oh very different very very different Um, At the time, I suppose, you just sort of make use of your surroundings. So lots of grime artists. I was like, I was really into grime. and I I started making beats. Um, And um, a great guy called, um, he was called Skis back then, but now he's called 140. Um, Yeah, heard some of my beats. And then I used to go around his and we used to make beats in his room. And he used to give me a lot of time. And um, yeah, I'm quite thankful to him.
1: Yeah, that's so lucky when people like that support you. Um I think every artist has got like a story like that where they just had a, a main support a supporter who really kind of pushed them along. Um and tell me a bit about your track Demerara because it's definitely one of my favorites that's out. Um <laughs> can you tell me a bit about the story behind it and um yeah like you know what was it what is it about?
0: You know what it's, it's a little bit like it's a little bit cheeky, really. I think it was um I was <laughs> It's quite cheeky. Yeah, it's quite cheeky. Um I um I just I just I, like, I really like black girls. I like all kinds of girls, but like I think I developed a real love and beauty for black girls yeah. and um yeah, and um, I just I don't know why I felt like I needed to make a song to, yeah. to show my appreciation. Um when I first made it I was like thinking like this like, might this might be a bit weird to put this out but I thought it was such a vibe, um that I was just like I have to put it out.
1: Yeah and it is such a vibe and um people really responded so well to that tune I think like the theme is so beautiful and it's yeah it's such a beautiful tune um and like ge- generally in terms of like generally the music that you that you create how would you describe it in terms of what themes do you usually focus on musically um what kind of sound are you going for obviously you're a producer as well as an artist um so yeah how do you integrate everything together
0: well, I think it's um I think it's always important to stick to like grassroots like where you started and like my process of making it always stems from, I always start with the beat because that's how I produced when I was making grime. Um, so I always start with the beat. I tried sort of using like live drums, but I think keeping, like using samples is it's just my style. Mm. I need to keep that. I can still put the guitars in, still put the keys in, but still like have that sort of choppy grime element to it. Um, I think I want to maintain that. I think I've realised that more recently in the last the last year I think it's really important to um to keep that influence yeah I think it's what makes me like who I am
1: definitely and um also let's not forget about the live side because that's how I discovered you I saw you at a gig and I thought you were absolutely incredible and I was just like gobsmacked I was like oh my god who is this guy I need to know who this guy is um I know that you've done a lot of stuff with festivals um you're you you know you're quite a regular um can you tell me about some of the people that you supported and what you've been doing what you've been up to
0: yeah, like with with like the live shows I think it's something that's come quite late on because um I was just producing, I did a little bit of engineering. Mm. Um, I ran a studio with some of my mates. Um so it's like it was quite it was quite nerve wracking getting into um into live stuff. Um I actually started like just going to Troy Bar and trying out some of my new songs. Yeah. And um, I just sort of discovered, I discovered my voice and discovered my my confidence in performing. Mm. Um, and I just kept 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 at it. Um, put a band together, played a couple shows, played a couple support slots, um, supported some really cool people. Um, a dude called Ezekiel. Um, he was on. He was on like the. Yeah, one I saw of, that. Yeah, that was Sick. that was a really really intense show because it was like it was like baptism by fire because it was like. Um, Niall Rogers was there which was incredible because his niece wow. um, shout out to this girl she's amazing and um, Anais like um, his niece was at the show and I was wondering why he was there it made no sense um, it was nerve-wracking because yeah. it was like my first like, big show but, yeah. Um,
1: yeah that's incredible man and um, in terms of like your biggest influences I know that you've got um, you know you listen to a lot of different stuff you know you've got a big variety of, um, of tastes but what are your main influences would you say?
0: Um, I, I think, thinking back, I think Sampha and James Blake really mm. stood out to me. Like, um, I've got lots of, different, lots of different influences, like going back to like Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson, people like that. But um, I think my contemporaries, I'd, I'd probably say I stand beside more Sampha and James Blake. Yeah. I love the, the producer-songwriter aspect of things. People that can do it really well, because it's mm. really difficult to do. There's a lot of pressure, and um, it's really hard to sort of get out of your head. Um, when you're sort of part of the whole process in like writing the composition, um, I think it's a really beautiful thing. Um, I've gone for it. It's very difficult, but um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely me.
1: Yeah, and um, so yeah, now we're gonna we're gonna play Demerara. Uh, yeah, I love this song, man. It's such a good tune. Demerara by Ezra Bruno, everyone. And your other ear.
0: Shots of melanin I've seen the blueprints To your skin I've seen the outline In your dress You've seen Demerara the by
1: Ezra Bruno by Ezra. What a banger I love the kind of like Raw aspect you, you give Like with your production Like it, it gives me yeah, Homegrown vibes I love it Um, So I haven't actually Asked you this But how have you found Creating during quarantine Like how has it been for you?
0: <coughs> like when when when, it, when this virus shit came around at first, um, it actually made me really really nervous because I, I literally it felt like it just felt like the world was ending in a way. So like at first, I think it wasn't um, it wasn't a very comfortable feeling. Um, once I sort of realised that it was sort of under control, um, I felt like my, my creativity came back again a little bit. Mm. Um, but obviously, with a lot of my songs, I like sort of write through experiencing things. So. It was um, not seeing people and sort of being confined to my own space. I think you have to like tap into another level of creativity. Yeah. You have to sort of enjoy yourself. And actually, like, I've like, written quite a few bits during, the, um, during quarantine and produced quite a few bits um, that I actually really like. I, it sort of changed the direction that I was going in before, like before the quarantine. Okay. Um, well, I wrote some stuff that I really, really loved. And like now, I'm, like the next song that I'm putting out is actually a quarantine song. Okay. which is um which is great i feel like it reflects like how i was feeling during the time a little bit better than the song that i was going to put out before that
1: yeah definitely and um so in terms what is next for you then obviously you you've had this time and you've been writing new stuff and stuff that's a little bit different so what is next for you know for your journey
0: so like I basically sort of like scrapped what I was what I wanted to do before. I wanted to like obviously play some festivals this year, like do another headline show, mm-hmm, for sure. put another video out. So like everything had to sort of be put on hold. Like I sort of had had a video in motion. I sort of pretty much like conceptualised the whole thing wow. with a videographer, and then obviously this happened. So it's sort of um, a bit of a bummer, but it's like it's an opportunity to sort of just like you know cocoon and really like home in and get stuff done and which which I kind of have done so I mean just got to look forward really like I can't really be bummed out by it.
1: Yeah 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 yeah. just got to make the most of what we have for sure it's such a difficult time but um But yeah, I'm really excited to hear this new stuff. Obviously, we're playing uh, a snippet of one of your new tracks later, which I'm super, super excited about. Um, Right now, we've um, we've also got Ezra, who's going to um, play a live version of his song "Prospects," um, which is also absolutely beautiful. Um, So yeah, take it away.
0: stayed in the woods Hoping the darkness would hide our thoughts
1: That was Prospects by Ezra Bruno. Thank you so much for doing that. How are you feeling?
0: <laughs> yeah, good. So, um we <laughs> was playing a song like that, it's like um, super, super emotional. Um, probably goes towards my sort of like Stevie Wonder influence. I sort of squeezed it in there amongst the grime and the R&B. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, when did you write that one?
0: Um, I, I wrote that one like years ago. Um, pro- when I was like, uh, f- it's probably about five years ago. Wow, oh, really? Because it might, is might be so. In- it that. is
1: deep. Yeah. Like I felt it. I felt. I felt the vibe. Like
0: yeah, I wrote yeah. that with um, a really good friend. We always. We always like. We're like brothers, but we always break up and make up. We. Were, um, we like ran the studio together, so there was a lot of, um, you know, business with pleasure. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Type <laughs> thing. Um,
0: it was tricky, but. Um, we wrote some amazing stuff together, and I, I always want to display some of the things that we wrote together because he's been a part of my journey. Like, um,
1: yeah. So, you know. and obviously, it's like it's, it's a fucking, it's a banging tune. Like, it's so beautiful. Um, I'm really excited to chat to you more and to hear the next live song as well as the snippet of the upcoming tune you've got out coming out. But um, now we're going to switch back to some other songs for a little bit. Um, the next one is called "Like Sand" by Marie Darstrom. That was Kaisha with Tell Me. Love that song. Also produced by James Berkeley from the band Yakul. Some of you may know about them. Um, Neo-soul band, really, really amazing. If not, check them out. We've still got Ezra here um, in the studio. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, I'm good. (laughs)
1: Um, So now he's going to be doing a live version of his tune Demerara, is that right? Yeah, that's Demerara. Sweet,
0: sweet, here we go. With something much sweeter that takes all the bitter from my love. Don't you know I'm I'm falling in love with something much sweeter. With something much sweeter, yeah.
1: different when you play it live
0: (laughs) it sounds a lot different it's quite a little bit harder to play without the drums and and all the energy behind it but
1: there's definitely energy there man it's beautiful um i really want to talk to you about obviously you're a producer so you know a lot of artists around london as well because you work with a lot of other people um who do you think is really popping at the moment um um in like in in london i'm really i really i really want to like
0: push the people that are sort of like sort of at my level and people that are really trying, and because like, there's some amazing artists, that are, like amazing small artists that are like doing really, really big things and going unnoticed. Um, like The end of last year, I was feeling awful. And um, this guy called um, on Instagram, he's called Earth Evil. Yeah? He reached out to me and he was like, dude, I really love your voice. I want you to come and play. I want, like, we've got a collective called The Silhouettes Project. Mm. I want you to come down and play. I, did, I had no idea who this guy was. And to be honest with you, I, was st- I really, really wanted a show. And um I was like, you know what, let me just go down there. Like, I really like what these guys are doing. I really like the uh, the artists that are surrounding them. Let me go down and see what's happening. So I went down there and I played the show. It was unbelievable. The room was absolutely packed and the quality was unbelievable. Um obviously we just want to shout out a few names, um, keep vibes near. Yeah. Um He's sick. Yeah.
1: Um, right. What's that song that I really love of his? Vavious, um, whatever, um, yeah, I yeah, can
0: yeah, yeah. tell that, uh, that one, yeah. good tune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah he's, got, he's got an awesome style, man, really loose, um, really soulful. Um, it doesn't feel like he's trying too hard, he's sort of just like being himself, and obviously he's got, he's got a great look, he's got a lot going for him. Mm. Um, amongst that, we've got Eni as well, she's unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable rapper. I see her doing incredible things. Yeah. I see her doing absolutely I was absolutely blown away. She was so shy before going on stage. And when she got on stage, she absolutely rocked the place. Yeah. You would never believe it was the same person. Yeah. I was I was absolutely I was I didn't I didn't know what to say, I was like a bit gobsmacked. I hate going to shows and not feeling like <laughs> I'm the best artist. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. So um, I mean just like being being at festivals and stuff and like seeing some of these incredible artists that have come up, they all had to go through the same journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, last year when I played at Brighton, I really felt like I was out of my depth. But I was like, no, like, everyone has to do this. Everyone has to go through the curve. And, like, you, you deserve to stand on the stage with people like, you know, like Children mm-hmm. of Zeus and Kamazi, Washington. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I was really, like, intimidated. But I was like, you know mm. what? Like, you should feel like your place is on that stage. Absolutely, you know? definitely. And, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um, silhouette projects. I've never actually been, but I know about a lot of artists who have performed at the event. Um, And yeah, like they're all sick. They're all really good. It seems like they've got a really good ear for you know what's what's you know going at the moment, which is really cool.
0: A great sense of community, honestly. Like it's unbelievable. Like they've got a studio called Route Seventy Three where they're just they're literally building an album at the moment, just with all of the artists that like they they really really respect and, yeah. rate and like they're blending this like incredible style yeah um the things that are coming out of there the demos that i've heard are insane so i'm really looking forward to some of those re- releases
1: and um are you going to be collaborating with anyone like that you've mentioned or
0: uh yeah so i'm gonna i've, I've sort of done a couple tunes with um keep vibes near and we've been like a few of the different a few different people in the collective are mm. sort of We've been playing around with a few things, but it just feels like, it feels, it feels very homely and it's like it's something that you really want to be a part of, mm-hmm. um, for sure.
1: Definitely. And um, is there, are there any other, is there anything like it, like anything else like Silhouette Projects that we should, that we should mention? or? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know, it's pretty unique in what it is, I think. Yeah, um, no, I think yeah. we'll, be,
0: we'll be here forever talking about that yeah, like, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think for sure. right now is quite a special time as I'm seeing a lot of quality um, like That's not sort of discovered yet. For sure. So like, it's all to come. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're sort of, we've hit a curve where things are starting to get quite interesting. Yeah. In terms of, like, artists breaking.
1: Absolutely. Um, There's so much really good quality and people that are just really, like, unknown. And it's just crazy. Like, I hear these artists and they just sound like they've been in the game for such a long time and they're yeah. just starting out. And um, yeah, it's, it's really hopeful, man. Like, um, good things are coming, especially from the city. And. It's really great to, to be involved with it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool, we're going to continue with the show now for a little bit, um, put, play a few tunes, and then um, later on we'll be chatting to Ezra a little bit more, um, playing a song of his, and also chatting just just about life, what's going on at the moment. Um, so this next tune is Lil Baby. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Baby. Your okay. a hope. A that was Stella Talpo with Mona. I love that song as well. She's part of um, the label Deep Matter, um, who also have a show here, Tom. Um, yeah, definitely check them out. So many, um, so many good artists on that label. Um, we're still with Ezra now, and we've, we're finally getting to that point where we're going to play the unreleased tune. Uh, Ezra, do you want to tell us anything about it before before I press play?
0: Yeah, this is um, this is I think this is one of my quarantine favorites. So I've just like completely changed all my plans for my releases before, so I can put this out uh, probably towards the end of August, uh, most likely the end of August. Um, it will be out, and um, yeah, I just want to sort of make make sort of like vulnerable r and B a a good thing and what happened to donald jones what happened to <laughs> joe what happened to all of these guys like i want to <laughs> obviously i want to bring vibes i want to bring the beats but i want to blend it together and sort of like bring my own flavor For sure. so um, yeah this is our time away
1: amazing looking forward to hearing it It's um it is really different as you said. It's um, I feel like the melodies there's a there's there's a few hooks in there, like very catchy hooks. I'm still I'm still on it right now. Yeah, I love that. So wh- what is it about?
0: Um it's, it's just kinda like when you're in a situation and you're you're sort of in you're in a situation where you've you've met someone and you're sort of unsure where it's going and like you want it so so bad but you're confused about what direction it's heading in um and it could be affecting your focus it could be affecting your life so you want it to m- you want to make sure this is something that you really want so like um yeah that's kind of sort of the message it's hard to sort of put all into one sentence um like <laughs> like what it's about yeah. but it's um my general theme oh, like throughout yeah. a lot of my music yeah. um a lot of emotional um, emotional tunes about love but trying to sort of bring back the grime influence to it <laughs>
1: yeah yeah for sure and um Yes, a really great tune, and I think we've all kind of been there as well. Um, I think a lot of people can relate the lyrics on that one. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, Ezra, so I follow you on social media and have been doing so for a while. Obviously, um, you've been using your voice and platform to speak about the issues at hand with the Black Lives Matter movement at the moment. Um which has been super insightful for me and I'm sure a lot of people, like other people as well. How are you feeling during these like quite emotional times?
0: Um, for me, like this, like everything that sort of happened, um, I was actually okay for it because it's something that I've sort of, I've I've sort of experienced it throughout the whole of my life, so it's sort of something that you become quite accustomed to in a, in a really shitty way. Like you get used to, yeah. You, you get used to feeling a certain way, and by no means I feel like progress has been made. I'm, I don't want to be someone who says progress hasn't been made. Mm-hmm. Thirty years ago, walking on the street, like my mum's told me stories of being chased by skinheads. Like oh. I don't feel like that when I w- walk in a street in London. So. In that sense, I feel like there is a lot of progression, but with what what happened with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and like seeing these videos online, Mm -hmm. I think it was a really, really unique time because um, people had the time and the space um, to, to to consume this stuff, like to see this online, and actually they had time to be angry about it, and that's one of the problems that we haven't had people haven't had time to really, really be angry about these things, yeah. but because of the virus, we've been at home where we can read as much content and we can, we can consume as much content about all of these things. And it's like, everyone's become infuriated, infuriated. And it's like, when you have the time to be angry about it, when you go to work, you can sort of be distracted. You come home, you're tired, you watch your shows, you go back to bed, you might see a clip for, you might be angry for another 10 minutes, but at this point in time, we've been allowed to like really, really like, you know, Indulge our emotions and feelings about how we feel about this, and it was really, really emotional for me going to the protest because like, I could just see, like, I don't know, it was, it was just another level of unity. It's like another chink in the chain yeah. of of progression, and it's like it doesn't stop here. Like it doesn't stop here. It's not, it's not the end, um, and I'm I'm okay with that. But I'm just so glad that our generation got a chance to to be a part of it and to like to see it. And um, to see like a paradigm shift, it's, it was absolutely incredible, and it made me really emotional going to the um, to the protest. It was, it was it was amazing yeah. it was absolutely amazing because i know that there there are people from all color and races that come together and like you know they want to promote love they want to promote unity absolutely. and that's 100 percent, um 100 where where the world's going
1: absolutely i think yeah i agree with you definitely like on a on a good path obviously nowhere near yet but it's good that um i think the silver lining of the pandemic has been that people have had that time to really sure. soak up yeah. information and kind of see what's actually going on and um, for the those who um weren't really aware or kind of exposed to these kinds of information um obviously it's more than a silver lining i think this needed to happen um and yes yeah, as you say it's so so amazing um we spoke a bit before the show about censorship um katie hopkins and all right you, yeah, yeah so what, what are your views on on censorship I, when i saw that she was censored i thought like yes finally because i'm so dumb with her tweets um, um
0: <laughs> yeah so it's, it's like obviously it's always a controversial one but um, for me, I feel like it's important. It's important that racists do have a voice, so mm-hmm. the racism isn't silent. It's not invisible. It's like it's something that we can address. So, like a problem that I think we've had in the UK um, and more like sort of forward-thinking societies is that um, racism hasn't necessarily gone away, but it's like it's taken a more silent front. Um, so it's really, really difficult to detect it It's really difficult to like call someone out on it if like if you're feeling a certain vibe around someone, mm-hmm. and that's really, really tricky mm-hmm. so like i mean i like I think for certain things when it's like blatant blatant hate, then like maybe, but I think it's important that like I need to hear who hates me, I need to know who hates me, so they need to say what they need to say, yeah. and I need to hear it so it can be something that needs to be addressed so i don't I don't really believe in censorship in that sense because I think it sort of takes away. Like the, like the importance of democracy in yeah. that sense. I don't love what, I hate everything that she says, mm-hmm. but it's important I hear the hatred yeah. rather than just feeling it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, of, Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, but I think obviously there's so many people that are like influencers or have like influence right now. Um, and you know you've got the one hand where it's like oh yeah like you, you you have so many followers you're really gonna some people might get you know like you know brainwashed by all of this and whatever yeah, yeah. but at, at the end of the day I mean we we need to take responsibility for knowing what's right and what's wrong for and sure, be able to yeah, sure. you know yeah. sift through yeah. um, the crap really and yeah I think I think you're right in, in that sense I mean it does really it's it's a bit like yeah Piers Morgan obviously it's not, nothing like Katie, but not not too far off either uh, they're yeah. not they're not like yeah like yeah. I, he, I get. I've, I, every time he comes off on my TV, I just get infuriated. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess you know there is uh, there is a place for these people hear, and yeah, it's, it's a matter of perspective. It is, um, yeah. yeah, crazy stuff. And so like, generally, obviously, you feel we're on the right path. Like, wh- what do you want to see happening? Like, what do you have you? Yeah. Um,
0: I think you know what. Like, I'm, I'm really. Like, I like to be sort of like realistic about things like this. I've, I've seen. I've seen what I've wanted to see so mm-hmm. far in terms of like. I feel like society. That Society changes the narrative. Society controls the narrative. How we treat each other in society is how, how, that's how brotherhood is born. It's like we can look to the government to change things, but we changed things on the ground. We got yeah. out, we protested, and all of us have like, we've, we've changed our minds about how we feel about this. All of us. Yeah. And it's like, it's more a united thought. And like when I, was, when I was at the protest, I felt like, I felt very, I felt connected to a lot of strangers, mm-hmm. which is an incredible thing. Like, absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, obviously, I'd like to see legislation change and stuff like this, but th- these are things that happen in time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like what's happened, I'm 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 really happy with what I've seen. I'm really happy with the response of the people. It's it's beautiful.
1: Well, that's really really good to hear, and um, I'm glad that you know some positivity is obviously coming out of it. That's really that's amazing. Um, well, Ezra, thank you so so much for coming in today. Thanks um, for having me. Your yeah, your music is incredible. I can't wait for Time Away to come out. When is that out?
0: Uh, so, end of August. End of yeah. August.
1: Okay, so keep your eyes out for that, guys. Um, go follow him on his socials. Um, what are your socials? Because it's not your straight name, is it? There's a little underscore somewhere. Oh, yeah, so
0: be Ezra underscore Bruno underscore. But if you type in Ezra Bruno, it will just come up as the first one. <laughs> luckily, it's quite Googleable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a very Googleable name. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much again, Ezra. And um, yeah, my name's Gracie Convert. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone, and have a lovely day.